retweets. All right, guys. Welcome back to the second podcast of the day, Monday, August 7th. We just uh, recapped UFC Nashville, Marcel. Now we're breaking down UFC Vegas 78, Luke versus Dos Anjos. We have 12 fights, I believe. We might get a 13th fight. So Glenn's already asking about the replacement for Heastan. What are you hearing about a fight for DeMond Blackshear? Literally nothing. The only thing I'm hearing is that they're searching for an opponent, but I have no update on it yet. And it sucks, man. Last time we did, we did a podcast last week about, um, what was it again? Uh, Sean Woodson didn't have an opponent. And then I hear it was Myron Santos. And then a day later, it's like Dennis Bazookia. So it's like we were just too late, but I really have no idea. I have no insights right now, so. That's too funny. By the way, I just spilled my drink on my shirt. <laughs> right <laughs> when you're talking, I missed the, the the. I just opened it and I just missed it, freak. So if you guys see, like, you're wondering what this is, I just spilled my drink. <laughs> but hey, we're doing the podcast live. It's all good. Um, but yeah, we don't have any replacement right now, so we'll just operate with the assumption that he's not going to fight, but he might. There's a chance, right, Marcel? Like, how much of a chance would you give it, like, that he's going to fight in the card? 50-50 chance. By the way, I, I'm happy the spilling of your drink happened now because we were too late in the first podcast. And if it happened then, people maybe think it was something else. So I'm happy it's happened now. If I was wasted, spilling my drink everywhere. <laughs> no, I know, I know. Um, what's up, JPH? How's it going? The dynamic duo? Absolutely. All right. Uh, Marcel, you've tweeted it all, right? You're good to go. Yeah, all right, cool. So we have UFC Vegas 78. Marcel, I always ask you, like, what's your thoughts on this card before we jump into it? Um... Yeah, that's, I would say it's a typical Apex card. There are some fun fights on it. Uh, I think the bot order is a little bit weird, not going to lie. Um, sure. I think the bot order, how it was before, was better than how they did it now. Right. But, um, yeah, I mean, we'll see. You know, I'll watch. Um, it's a good amount of fights. Um, some fun fights on it. I'm happy Terrence McKinney's added to the card. Sad that Fanata is not fighting. But, yeah, looking forward to it. You know, it's it's... We're watching it anyways, and I'm happy it's a little bit earlier than it was on Saturday. You know, it's like two hours earlier. Yep. Saturday was a little bit uh, a little bit late, in my opinion. I mean, fight night shouldn't be started so late, in my opinion. Uh, Pay-per-view is no problem. It is what it is. But, uh, yeah, I'm happy with it. There we go. All right, I agree with you. All right, guys, we're going to use the UFC stats boat order, and we'll just replace Venata with Bikini for that fight. All right, guys, let's get to it. First fight of the night, Juliana Miller taking on Luana Santos at flyweight, the women's flyweight division. Right now, we have Santos is favored. She is minus 145 and plus 115 on Miller. What's your thoughts? You go first on this one, dude. Yeah, it's a tough one, man. Honestly, this one's a little tricky. I wouldn't bet on this fight. I'm staying the fuck away from this. This is a classic stay away from fight for me. Um, I like Julianne Miller. Like, on the show, I liked her a lot. Like, I thought she was, you know, going to be a really good fight in the UFC. And she looked amazing in her debut, right, against Broga Walker. Against the finish with, like, a minute left. That was incredible. But the last fight with Hardy was so bad. It was so bad. She was such a big favorite to lose like that. She got dominated in that fight, guys. Like, complete, utter domination by a fighter who hadn't fought in three and a half years. Um, wow, that was really bad. So it's just a bad look. It's a bad look. And and I, although she is pretty young at 27, you know, her opponent here is even younger at 23. So I don't feel like they're doing her like a lot of favors. I'll be honest. I hadn't watched Luana Santos until today. I, I, cause I, I, I just didn't have the chance to ever watch her fight. Um, I know she'd fight in LFA. So I, I did the tape study today. I mean, you, you kind of have to like her here. I think guys, like just based on what I've seen, like she's a really good grappler. Right. And she does wrestle. So she'll, she'll go for a takedown immediately. Her, uh, jujitsu is good. She has some really good submissions on her resume. doesn't have a lot of experience, but she's looked good for what I've seen. Good cardio. Really good wrestling, really good top control. I understand the opposition hasn't been great, but like, is Julianne Miller great? I don't think so, based on the last fight. I hate just, I hate fading someone just based on the last fight only, but it was so bad that I can't pick her here, Marcel. Even though I'm looking at her as a dog and I'm like, man, she's got a chance. She does have a chance, but like, confidently, I can't pick Julianne Miller after that last fight again. Don't want to write her off too soon because I really liked her coming off the show, but it was just so bad. Such a bad look. And she's fighting a girl that will wrestle, that will grapple. Again, I watched all her fights in LFA. I even watched one of her fights in the uh, SFT promotion. Um, yeah, I mean, she, I think she looks good. The fight she did lose against Jenna Bishop, who she's an undefeated prospect, 5-0, who's a really good grappler too. So, like, if you look at it matchup-wise, it, was, it wasn't it was an easy fight. And honestly, she did pretty good. You're going to see her. She's a judo backer. You're going to see her go for that head and arm toss in this fight. And I think she gets it. Um, this could look like that fight. I actually did tape sight in this one today too. I remember this terrible fight between uh, Montserrat uh, Conejo and uh, – Trying base. I could see the fight looking like this. 
I have to pick Santos. It's not confident because she has no experience in the UFC and only has six uh, six pro fights, but I'm pretty sure she just grinds a decision out Marcel over over Miller, who cannot stop and take down based on what I've seen. What do you think? So you said the first time you watched Luana Santos was today. Now we know where you why you were late, dude. Now we know. I know, right? <laughs> I was doing my I was doing my tape study. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course, your tape study. Yeah, tape with, study your right yeah, yeah. with your right hand. Um yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I mean yeah, I pick Luana Santos here as well. You know, I'm, I'm okay. fully agree with you. I mean, Juliana Miller looked really bad in her fight against Veronica Hardy in the, in London in March. Um, Santos looked pretty decent for what I've seen from her so far. You know, besides, yeah, not the greatest opposition, obviously. You know, but now, uh, I mean, is Juliana Miller the greatest opposition? I don't know. I think she's talented. Don't get me wrong, but I'm more more confident in picking Santos here. I'm going Santos decision, maybe even finish, but I'm going a little bit safe and picking a decision here. I'm I'm pretty sure she wins too. It's just again, I was so high in Juliana that I don't want to just completely write her off after one fight, you know. Mm-hmm. But it was so bad, Marcel. I it, just, it was so bad. I can't pick her here. Anyways, we have the same pick. Who knows? By the end of the week, sometimes I change my mind on fight day and I make it better right or lay off of it. You know, like that could happen here. I might just end up betting on this girl because I do think she wins the fight. Like if if the line gets a little closer, I might take a shot. I do think she opened as a dog. If you got her a dog money, I mean that was a that was a good bet. I think. Because, again, you watch the tape on this girl and, like, the wrestling is, like, pretty dominant. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's pretty good. And also jiu-jitsu. She has that uh, – what's that submission she has? Um, Tessa Gatimi. Am I saying it right? I can't remember if I am. Lega Americana. She has two of those. I mean, so she's she's good in the ground. <laughs> I know you said this, Marcus. See, I, I completely disagree with the timeout because I she looked great in that fight. But in my opinion, but, like, if I wish I had listened to you because she got destroyed in her next fight. Man, I, all of us, we should have bet on a Veronica Hardy in her last fight. You know Dan was just like, take her down. She can't take defend a takedown. And whatever team um, Santos is, if, if she has any half-decent of a coach, if they watch her last fight, do one tape study on one fight, they will see what the path to victory is here. You said decision or submission? What do you think? I said the decision, but, man, it's, it's like it's a safe, safe pick. You know what I mean? It's a safe pick. Mm-hmm. All right, so... I agree with that. Um, that's the thing, though, George. I agree with this, too. I agree with George, too, in that why would they just, like, ruin this prospect, right? But the matchmakers also watch the fights just as much as we do. And after that last fight, they, they might have given up on her, guys. It's possible, you know? She has a chance to win. She, the line's pretty close. I just – I can't pick her. Hey, Andrew, what's up? Uh, I think she can take it. I mean, maybe. She might. Uh, excuse me, her last fight, new to travel, UK average for jet lag. Possibly, but I mean, it was bad. Again, I don't want to just completely write off a fire based on one fight. I've said that a few times on. That's why I'm not like super, super convinced in Santos, but like just watch the tape on her guys. That You know, the fights are out there. Her ground game is very good. I'll just say that. So if she could replicate the same game plan, she should win this easily, to be honest. But we'll see. All right, go to the next fight here, Marcel. Well, okay, so this fight's off the card. They've, uh, I think they've removed it. You know, it's still listed. DeMond Blackshear versus Brady Heastan. Again, Marcel said they're trying to look for an opponent for, for the monster right now, but it looks like um, that fight might not happen So um, for, for Blackshear. We'll see what happens, though. So I'm going to step out at short notice. Next up, we got Jacqueline Amberim versus Monsterette Caneo. I just mentioned her. And odds for this one, Marcel, Ruiz is minus... Uh, let's see here. Minus... Uh, excuse me, uh, Amarin's favorite, minus 250, yeah. Reese's plus 200. Um, yeah, so you want me to start on this one or do you want to start? You can stop. I only want to say that I think the line is way too high, but you go ahead. I agree the line's too high too. I mean, I, don't bet on this fight. I'm telling you right now, guys, don't bet on it. Amarin is definitely a dangerous fighter. Mm-hmm. Um, her ground game is, is, you know, her submissions are really good. She didn't get the submission against Sam Hughes, but she had multiple positions, right? And then, if, again, I... I was watching her tape back a little bit today. Like, she's dangerous as fuck. Also, she had this crazy knockout in 10 seconds against Megan Owen. One-punch knockout. But again, I guess the fighters want to know, right? That's the mm-hmm. thing, man. It's just like, she's very, she's a front runner. All her wins are in the first round. She is yeah. super dangerous in the first round. Really good submissions. She does have some power, as we've seen, too. But, my God. And I remember, I think, I don't know if my tweet went up, but I remember that last fight. I tweeted it out. The, the way she gassed out against Sam Hughes is super concerning, right? Like, mm-hmm. she completely gassed out. Now, I get it. You know, it was UFC debut, some jitters, whatever. But, like, this was only four months later. It's not like she's had a long time to fix this cardio issue because it looks like she has a cardio issue. And I don't like betting on fighters with cardio issues, man. I don't like it, you know? Um, and then you have this fight. 
against Ruiz Caneo, whatever you want to call her. I think she just got married or something uh, as well. I think, no, it's like this. Her name is Montserrat Conejo Ruiz. And, and I think in Mexico, you get the name of your dad and your mother, you know? So uh, one name is of her dad and one is of her mother. So it's Montserrat Conejo Ruiz. It's just the two, ne two last names. Yeah, I'm just answering this guy's question, John. Hey, John. Um, yeah, I, agree. I I know what you're saying, Marcel. Anyways, let me finish my breakdown. Um, yeah, sure thing. So, like, that's the thing. So, I, I, again, I just – I went back and watched the fight because I kind of remembered it, but she hadn't fought in two and a half years, right? So, it's been – or not two and a half, two, two years. Um, mm -hmm. 25 months, actually. But, yeah. So, the Shane Bays fight was was a really good win on short note – or on, uh, uh, as an underdog. And I think it was short notice, too, actually, if I'm not mistaken, right? Her debut. I'm pretty sure it was. And she just controlled Cheyenne on the ground with her wrestling. So she is a Mexican wrestling champion, if I'm not mistaken. She's very small. She's like five feet tall. But, man, she can wrestle. Gets really knocked away Lamos. But, like, that could happen to anyone. And, honestly, looking back at it, it was like a really quick – it was like the Jacoby and the Chekwu fight. One punch, dropped her, and the referee stopped it. But probably would have lost anyways. I'm just saying, like, we don't know what we're going to get here two years later. I think she's a – I think she can win this fight, Marcel. I do. You know, it's hard to pick her based on the layoff. Um, for me, but if she survives the first round, which is possible, she can grind this out in the second and third round. In fact, that's probably what would happen if Amory can't finish. That being said, Amory is so dangerous in the first round, man. I think she'll get I think she'll get the finish this time. I'm gonna take her by knockout. Um, because like I saw some power in that one fight and, and Lem, uh Lemos did knock out Caneo, but you know, if she can't get the finish in the round one, it's either gonna be knock or submission, obviously. Um if she, if she doesn't get the finish in five minutes, she's done. So I'm staying away from this fight. But if there would be a way to play it, it would probably be like Amber in first round. That's the way to play it for her or inside the distance because she probably won't win a decision. I mean, it'd be shocked. Her cardio is bad. And then uh, Marie's or Caneo, whatever you want to call her, decision probably um, would be her path. You think she's got a chance, man? What do you think? I mean, I said the, the line is too high, so she definitely gets a chance. But it's clearly what you said, man. It's either a first-round submission win for Jacqueline Amarim or it's a decision win likely for Montserrat. So yep. uh, I feel like I think at the certain moment in the first round, Jacqueline Amarim will be able to get the Montserrat's back. And if that happens, I think she will make a chokes her. So that would be my pick. Um, if you don't think she submits her early in the first round or early second round. I think she can knock her out too. I just want to jump yeah. in and say that because I do think she's yeah. a chance for a knockout too. It's possible, but I think I think she will look for the submission here. That's what I think, you know. But yeah. you, I, I'm definitely with you. It's possible, you know. Now let me um, think about it. Let me check the odds on that. Go ahead. Keep talking. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, submission first round. Jacqueline Amarim by a rear naked choke. That's my pick. Amarim by, by submission is – let me take – oh, that's not there. Probably. Minus something, so minus one hundred, minus one twenty. I'm taking a look right now because, like, that's the way she'd probably win, yeah. right? Amarin by submission. Yeah, <laughs> great pick. Minus one twenty five. So yeah. nice job. But her by knockout, which I think I think the knockout could be the sharp play here. Plus nine hundred. I'm putting a few bucks on that. Yeah. I have to. But plus nine hundred. There's a chance, guys. I'm telling you, she's got a little power. The other girl just got knocked out brutally in 30 seconds. You could see it happen. And she just got knocked out. It was two years ago, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Massive layoff. I don't know. I, I know she, I pretty sure got married. Um, maybe injuries. I'm not hundred percent sure. I wish I knew. She could wrestle to win this fight though, guys. That's the thing. Yeah. This is the thing. I, I, I actually watched it back and that was so funny. That was funny. Head and arm throw. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I could see that happen too. And then she could submit her. But again, the gas tank's such a concern guys with, uh, with Amarine. So if you do play her, what's actually round one. You know, that's another way to play her because all her wins are round one. Um, plus 125. Yeah. I, I'm going to put a few bucks on knockout, Marcel. Remember I, a few weeks ago I called Holland by submission. You thought I was crazy. We'll see if yeah. I'm crazy now. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, go to the next fight here. Oh, Marcel's favorites, the big boys. We got Martin Budai against Josh Parisian. Heavyweight fight. Odds for this one, guys. We got Martin Budai is minus two. Um, He's minus 218, 215, and uh, plus 170 on, on Parisian. Seeing a few different numbers out there, but about that. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, um, we can make a long story short. I mean, Budai, uh, I still have believe that Budai is pretty decent, you know, on Parisian. Parisian is not really bad, but I don't think he's actually UFC caliber, if I'm really honest, you know. And, um, yeah, I think Budai wins this. I think he wrestles. Uh, and maybe he even knocks him out. It's possible, you know. Um, 
But I think he plays it a little bit safe. I think will be a very lackluster fight, and I think he wins a decision. That's what I, I think. I just hope to God that I don't see an update from you later this week, Marcel, that has yeah. this on the main card because this fight sucks. This like, was supposed to be on the main card oh first. Oh my god, this fight's gonna suck. Like, let's be honest. This is a, this is a this is a on paper an awful fight. I think just it's gonna be a lot of cage pushing. That's the way Budai fights. That's the way Parisian fights. Budai probably gets a couple takedowns throughout the fight. I would imagine like one or two control time, but I think it's going to be a lot of fence pressing. That's what I think, man. Um, I hope there's a Rocco. I don't see it happening. I think it's going to be a boring 50-minute decision. I think Budai wins like probably 30-27 just by fence pushing and landing more clinch tricks. And... Supposed, Go ahead. Supposed to be the main card opener, dude. <laughs> Awful. I, I do think he wins the fight. You know, the odds are just over, uh, over two to one. That's about accurate, I would say. I don't know if there's like quote unquote like huge value, but I think he wins. I'm pretty sure he wins. I'm with you. I don't think Prejean's UFC caliber. I think he's shown that. But again, you know, Budai doesn't have a ton of experience either. So we'll see what happens. I, I do think he probably wins the fight. Um, probably by decision. That's what I'm saying. I think that might be the way to do it too. Cause like again, heavyweight fights usually uh lean the under on the odds. But this one, let me double check. Over one and a half. Wow, look at that. Over one and a half. There's only a few books that have it. But over one and a half is minus two seventy. <laughs> so I betters know it's going the distance, probably or at least over one and a half. That's that's a parlay piece right there, guys. What's with the unranked? I love the unranked heavyweights. Yeah. Worst fight. I agree. Terrible fight. Budai wins by jabbing Clinchy Prison. Completely agreed. It's gonna it's gonna be a bad fight. I'm not looking forward to it. All right, Marcel. We have Francis Marshall taking in Isaac Belgarian. Odds for this one. Right now we have Francis Marshall, the fire. No, he's not the fire, actually. What's his nickname? Is he the fire, too? Oh, okay. So he's Elliot Fire Marshall, and we got Francis Marshall. That's right. <laughs> uh, he is minus 145. You got the Midwest Chopper, which is an awesome nickname, Isaac Dugarian. He is minus, or plus um, 132 right now. So I actually want to hear your thoughts on this fight because we have a UFC newcomer here. What do you think, man? Yeah, Dolgarion finally making his UFC debut. He was supposed to be like the full scent uh, sponsor athlete, but full scent dropped him. Um, they signed Mike Malott instead, if people were curious. It's just disrespectful, you know. They, they choose him and they just dropped him out of nowhere to just didn't say anything, you know. Um, yeah, Dol Dolgarion. I mean, he had that good run over TJ Britton, right? And uh, FAC, uh, that the promotion, I think it's in Kansas, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and he got signed there, uh, was for the featherweight championship. But it's hard to say, man, anything else, you know, because we, we haven't seen, I haven't seen a lot of, yeah, I've seen a lot of him, but it's against mediocre competition, you know what I mean? And uh, what I've seen is good, but it's difficult. If you look at Francis Marshall, Kind of disappointing performance, dude, against William Gomez last time out. You know, um, Gomez got just by by split decision. Before that, he looked really good against Marcelo Rojo. He, he knocked him out. And uh, he actually looked decent on the contender series as well, I remember. You know, he has a lot of, I think he has some better competition fought so far than Bulgarian. But for me, it's really hard to, to, uh, to place Bulgarian right now, how he does. Bulgarian, I said Bulgarian, Jesus. Um, yeah. I'm slightly leaning towards Francis Marshall by decision, but man, I mean, Dolgarian might surprise here. I wouldn't put my money on it at all. Yeah, this is this is tricky. This one, you know, because I think Francis has looked pretty good. I know we lost the last fight, but it was close. You know, he's looked pretty good. Like he looked great against Rojo. Obviously, even the fighting contender, he looked pretty good in. But uh, man, okay, so again, you know, I did the tape story. I I actually hadn't watched Dolgarian's fights until now. I mean, the guy looks great. Like how? <laughs> like he looks awesome, Marcel. Like I was really impressed. I was super impressed. Now, again, he is fighting lower-level guys, but he's immediately taking them down, getting the full mount, and beating the shit out of them, or taking their back immediately. All these wins are super quick, super dominant. Like, I think he's absolutely a live dog. I'll pick – I'm actually going to pick him in this fight, Marcel. I'll pick him to win nice. just because I was so impressed by what I saw. I really was. Like, there's yeah. a reason he got that contract in the first place. I saw the video with James. He interviewed him. He got completely fucked over at full send. It's not cool what they did to him. I feel bad for this dude. And, you know, hopefully he can just go out there and, and take all his frustration on, on Francis Marshall, get a win in his debut, and prove him wrong. You know, I was impressed by what I saw from this guy. I think he's going to do well in the UFC. Maybe he loses this fight, but I I, I think he'll win some fights. I, I liked what I saw. Again, the lower-level competition, guys, that always scares me off, right? But it's not like Marshall's, like, a veteran with all these fights either. You know, he's fought slightly better competition. I'll give him that. He's fought in the UFC. I'll give him that. That's why he's favored here. But... 
I, I just liked what I saw from Bulgaria. I'm going to pick him Marcel. I'll take him to win by, by stoppage, I guess, because that's how he wins his fights. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, I liked what I, I liked the way he looked, man. Why do you pull out? I'm not 100% sure. Um, better off a full send. Yeah, I mean, probably probably is. I know Mike Malato's with them now. And uh, yeah, at least Mike Mike's a great good guy too, so. Yeah, that's the thing. If he does, if he doesn't get the finish, he'll 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 probably gasp. I don't know. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's Factory X guy, right? So like, he's training at a, an elevation, right? Yeah, is that correct. Yeah, I think he is. Yeah, well, that's what you got. Yeah, he's Factory X. Mm-hmm. He's training in Denver. He's. I think his cardio will be okay. You know, we'll see. It's unproven. Working in Denver. It's unproven, Marcel. This is again. You know, I. I try to take, take, uh, pick the established fighters, guys, but you do hear me. You guys listen to the podcast. I do take, like, flyers on guys sometimes that I like, and this is a guy I like. I thought he looked great on the tape. I was but that's very good. impressed. That's Pardon? good. Why not? That's good. Why not? Take a shot on him. I mean, there's going to be a few underdogs that win. I bet you, Marcel, most likely, I think one of the women's fights will be an upset, one, of, of the three of them. And of then, course, always. <laughs> right? Probably one of the three or maybe two of the three, who knows? And yeah. then you'll have another one or two upsets. Um, maybe three more upsets. Usually each card is what, like three upsets, four upsets? You know, you have to kind of factor that in too. I get it. Every event's different. Every fight's different. But like just based on like the historical, you know, we watch all the fights, we watch all the cards. There are a couple upsets. This is a guy like, I'm picking the dog. You're picking him. Okay, that's good. Yeah. He doesn't have much experience, Glenn. Glenn hates the guys without experience. And I get that. And without minutes. I get I get it. But uh, I liked the, I liked what I saw from this guy. And Marcel, again, he is training at a, a solid gym. You know, he's mm-hmm. training with, Good training partners there at elevation, unproven, but based on the camp, I think he could do okay there. I, I don't mind you picking him, dude. I mean, yeah. it's okay. It, it, I, I'm not really, I'm not convinced with my Francis Marshall pick at all. So, I mean, it's possible. You know, I, I'm, I'm not like I'm super convinced on this one either, but I'm taking a shot on it. You know? Yeah, I, why not? I think he's training with uh, like David Onama too, right? Like I'd imagine he's training with him. He's a Factory X guy, yeah. Jonathan Martinez. Like he's got good training partners. I think he'll be ready for this fight. He's going to be ready to go. They'll get him prepared. All right, we'll go to the next fight here, guys. Uh, this one is Terrence McKinney versus Mike Breeden. Um, and this fight, uh, I mean, it's super short notice for Terrence, but he's a huge favorite. He is minus, minus 300 plus 240 on Mike Breeden. Like, who, who's really going to pick Mike Breeden here? Like, That's family I, members. Yeah, I, I don't want to speak for you, Marcel, but I'm assuming you're picking Terrence. Like, I'm. If Terrence I mean, can't win this fight, he shouldn't be in the UFC. Like, quite I, frankly, I tell you right now, if Terrence loses this one, he's getting cut, right? Yeah, 100%. yeah even if he takes this by on short notice, you know, I mean, this is a fight, and nothing against my breeding. I have nothing against it, but this is a fight Terrence McKinney should win. You know what I mean? And um, and I think he will do it quick as well. You know, he will come out of he will come out of quick, and he will t- he will try to to beat him. And the thing is with Sadikov last time. Sadikov is is UFC level caliber, I think, and I think Breeden hasn't been proven so far. You know, he got quickly knocked out by Hernandez, and then he lost to Nathan Levy. Um, yeah, Darren's gonna win this fight, dude, and, and he wins in the first round, probably either by TKO or by submission. I'm going with submission here. I think he knocks him down, and he uh, wins the fight with submission. Yeah, I think he knocks him out. I'm like sure he knocks him. Like Mike Breeden, I don't think is UFC caliber personally. Um, Ten five record. Pretty much lost every fight he stepped up competition except for that Brandon Jenkins win, who's like Brandon Jenkins is not that good either. Um, yeah, I mean, he's he, he's gonna be an exciting fight here, but like I'm pretty sure Terrence wins minus 300 seems high, but he should win in the first round, like most likely. And I do agree with Todd here in the, in the yeah, chat, actually. That's the thing. So I would like lean towards Terrence at under 1.5, but like again, if it does get to round two, just like this guy's saying too, Breeden could win the fight, he could pull away late because I would imagine Breeden does have the better cardio. Um, but again, I don't think he's got the chain, guys. He's been knocked out what three times? Twice, actually, twice. But mm-hmm. still, Marcel Terrence catches him. He's gonna be. He's gonna go to sleep. So, and, or Ter- yeah. like you said, Terrence can take his back and submit him, right? So Terrence throws fire. You know, you know, in the yes. first round. So yeah, yeah. Terrence by by stoppage first round. We both like him here. All right, go to the next fight here. <clears throat> well, here's another big big favorite here, Marcel. We got Marcus the Maniac McGee against JP Bays. And McGee is a huge favorite here. He's the biggest favorite in the card, if I'm not mistaken. He is minus 400, plus 300 JPB based. I know JP's your boy, but how could you pick him in this one, eh? Like, it's just... Marcus McGee, I know he's old. He's 30... Well, I shouldn't say old. He's younger than me, but still. Like, or, uh, about the same age, almost. 33, I'm 34. 
But anyways, he's not like super old by any means, but he, like he doesn't. Uh, he's about a late bloomer to MMA, and he's looked great overall. I mean, he's got tons of finishes. He has power. He's got submissions. He looked phenomenal in his debut on short notice against uh, Journey Dixon. Again, a guy that's a little bit older, like, you know, you look at his age, but a guy that only started pro three years ago. So he's making up for lost time. And he trains at a great camp, MMA lab, uh, great training partners there, all those all those flyweights and bandweights. And he's facing – again, I know JP's a good guy. I don't want to pile on the guy because, like, he went through that divorce and that's hard on anyone. But, like, he's looked just absolutely terrible in the UFC. Like, he's been destroyed in all three of his fights, basically. Um how could you pick him here? There's a reason um, the line is so high for McGee. I think McGee knocks out J.P. Bays in the first round. J.P. Bays has three fights in the OC, guys, and he's been knocked out eight times and knocked out twice. So you can't pick him here. You cannot. You couldn't pick him here. There's just no reason to. Marcus McGee knocks him out in the, probably the first round. I'm pretty confident he wins. What do you think, man? Trivia question. West has J.P. for? John Paul? Jean-Pierre. I was close. <laughs> yeah, almost. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, it's at 135 as well. You know, JP normally fights at 125. He's not 135. He's an extreme couture. He's training a lot with Albazi. Um, yeah, I'd love to pick him here, but I can't. <laughs> um, McGee looked really impressive on short notice last time. I guess Jordan Newsom, you know, he got the finish as well. Um, yeah, I think McGee should be able to win here. Um, finishes, he, he probably finishes him, um, I think, with a submission. I think he knocks him down and he wins the submission, first or second round, probably. Marcel with back-to-back sub-and-club uh, calls. So yeah. maybe one of these two fights will win the sub-and-club. Club and sub. Club and sub, I should say, sorry. Um, there's a podcast on that, too. Do you guys <laughs> think Terrence can go up to welterweight? Maybe, but I don't know, man. Terrence, I don't know. We'll see. Was hoping for discount Terrence. Yeah, the books books are definitely getting sharp because they know everyone's going to pick him here. It's a bad match for but base. Uh, do you think McGee can make a run the UFC even after later rival? Yes, because he's only been fighting for three years as a pro. He hasn't taken much damage. And again, you know, thirty three. Again, he's O'Malley's boy, right? Yeah, he's O'Malley's boy. He's not super young, but he's training at Green Camp, training with good coaches, and he's and he's clearly talented. So, like, I think he can make a run. Yeah, I agree. Newsom's not great, but again, you know, look at the guy's record. Like, he was destroying everyone pretty much on uh, the regional scene before he came to the UFC. He had one loss. I understand the competition wasn't great, but still, like, it was it was pretty good. He did have that one loss, though, by submission, right? I mm-hmm. guess that would be the, you know, the um, the warrior that JP can get the wrestling going, but I just don't think he can, man. I really don't think he can. So, yeah, I can't pick JP base. All right. Um, hey, how's it going, man? Uh, would you miss? Not much, but we appreciate the artwork as always. You just missed yeah, the, sure. the first, what, eight fights maybe? <laughs> yeah. But not much otherwise. Uh, what's LP, what's up? He says, respect to the boys putting in the work week after week under a betting podcast. Man, I appreciate that. Thank you. Really appreciate that, my friend. All right, guys, let's go to the next fight here. <clears throat> this is main card now? Yeah, this main card, yeah. All right, Josh Friend against Jamie Pickett. He's getting a main card fight for some reason again. I don't know. <laughs> I don't understand. Anyways, uh, minus three forty on Josh Fram, plus two seventy on on uh, Jamie Pickett. So Josh Fram, second biggest favorite in the card. What do you think? Yeah, this fight wasn't supposed to be on the main card at first, but they switched it for Boudet against uh, Parisian, just like they switched the Fonada Breeden, which was supposed to be the main card for and Chukwe against Dobson. Um, yeah, I mean, what can you say, man? Josh Fram, he came into the UFC, uh, lost two. You know, he, he got signed off that uh, looking for a fight uh, with uh, where Damon Dana White was cage side alongside uh, Joe Holmes, uh, Joseph Holmes. I think both those two got signed from that night. Um, he, he didn't look great against Anthony Hernandez, but at least he didn't get finished. Against Trayshawn Gore, he got in that really weird ass guillotine choke where I got finished. Then he fought Cedricus Dumas last time. And we, the UFC set him up there for a loss, actually. They expected Dumas to win, and Dumas gassed out in the first round, and then uh, uh, Fram got the win via submission in the second round. If you look at Jamie Pickett, Jamie Pickett needs to win badly, dude. He lost his last three fights. Um, he, he got screwed against Bo Nickel, let's be honest. He got uh, shot in the nuts, and uh, they didn't call it, although I don't think he would even won, even won if that didn't happen, let's be honest. Um, lost with Dennis Tuyulin. This is a fight can go either way, man. It's like both like both guys can suck and both guys can do well. 
if I have to pick somebody, I'm picking Josh Fram based on his last fight and purely based on the last fight where he did do well in the second round. Didn't do really bad in the first, but also not really great. But Jamie Pickett looks shot, man, in all of his fights I've seen so far, man. And I think it's the, the only fight he, he won or, or he did look good and in the UFC, I think it was against Staropoli. He also got the win over Holmes, but that was pretty much the only fight I was like, yeah, okay, it's pretty decent. Yeah. I, I'm not going to pick him here, man. I, I'm not going to pick Pickett. I'm picking Fremd. Uh, uh, let's go with decision. You know? Yeah, I'm not picking it at all. I, 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 don't, I, I don't know why you would start this fight with opening the main card, but that's my opinion. No disrespect at all. I mean, I'm with you. I, 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 hopefully they switch this for the Terrence fight, right? Because ter- that fight should be a quick knockout. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this fight, I don't know. I mean, there will probably be a finish, though. I'll say that. There probably will be. But it's just, I don't know, man. Jay Pickett should not be the big card. Two and five UFC G's. Friend by submission. I, I think Friend wins easily. Um, that being said, it's not like I, I love the minus three fifty line or whatever it is. Like I don't love it, you know. Um, but I, I I'm fading picking every time I can get right. I'm just still not sure about Friend though either. You know, he should win easily though. I would imagine he submits this guy. Um, but he's he's got some flaws in his game too. So it's not like it's a it's a great spot here with the odds. All right. Um, yeah, maybe. Maybe that's why. Who knows? Because he really doesn't deserve it, to be honest, every fight. Yeah, I agree with that, too. That's true. All right. Well, the next fight here, uh, we got AJ Dobson taking on Tafon Chukwi. Up for this one. Chukwi minus 150, Dobson plus 120. Go ahead. Yeah, not a banger. Um, yeah, I mean, Tafon and Chukwi... Um back at middleweight right now right uh, he's like me he loves to eat so uh, he went at like heavyweight a few times didn't look really well at, at that weight uh although he did well against azamat murtakanov until he got destroyed by that flying knee in the third round you know that's carlos all back at horrible last time out nice fighting aj dobson who's looking for his first win inside the ufc he got a good win over the contender series over asha markaga i think then got like uh, dry hump by jacob malcoon like most people do. And uh, then he lost to Armin Petrosian. Petrosian was just better on the feet, you know. Um, this is like, I mean, how does Stefan look again at middle at middleweight? I, I remember he started his UFC career at middleweight and didn't look that bad, you know. But, I mean, I, I'm favoring AJ Dobson slightly. I don't know for sure. You know, it's like a, a really sucky fight to pick, in my opinion. Uh, I'm picking Dobson by decision, but I'm far from sure. Maybe I'm yeah. switching my pick. I do, honestly, I don't really give a fuck, but um, I, I think Dobson decision. Yeah. I don't know. This way can go either way, too. You're right. Uh, leading right. Chukri by decision. That's my lean. Because um, I want to remember he was pretty good coming into the UFC, right? But, man, just hasn't looked great lately. Mm. Dobson has neither of them. Like, he doesn't throw either. That's the thing. Like He refused to throw in that last fight. He wasn't listening to his corner at all. I don't know. I can't, I can't take the guy. He could win the fight. I'm not convinced either way, but uh, Chukri decision. I think it probably does go to decision. That's kind of what I'm leaning here based on uh, Dobson not throwing strikes. What we think is going to happen, I don't hope so. I hope we see a finish because uh, yeah. this like really, like a really, they, they could have done a better main card opening, man. These first two fights, I don't want to say they are bad, yeah. but they're not really appealing, you know? I agree. I mean, <clears> it doesn't <throat> make sense, really, to be honest with you. All time. Fun cut weight, yeah. 185 he should be better, but we'll see. He was beating Azamat actually. He was winning the first two rounds and then he got yeah. knocked out, so which isn't actually great for his chin to be honest. But yeah, I, the Dobson fight, like he looks so bad. Like he, his quarter is telling him to wrestle, to throw strikes. He wasn't listening. It was Mark Coleman right in his corner, right? He just wasn't, yeah, yeah. Listening. He's he's training with Mark Coleman, yeah. He just wasn't listening, and that's just to me like not a good sign. Also, he's older in this fight, which surprised me when I did the research. He's actually older too, so yeah. All right, next fight, Pollyanna Vienna gets Yasmin Lucindo. This is a pretty good fight, actually. Women's uh, strawweight bout. And the odds for this one, Marcel, right now, Lucindo is favored minus 200 plus 160 on Vienna. What do you think? I think it's a little bit high as of a favorite. I, I still think Lucindo is I, – I pick Lucindo. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But I think it should be more even. I think it should be more of a pick in here. Um, Pollyanna had a really – that 
a run in the UFC at a certain moment, but she has done better. She won three of her last four, you know, only came short against Tabitha Ricci. Um, got finishes, two armbar finishes, and that uh, crazy knockout against Jinju Fry last time out. Was actually supposed to fight Emily Decody earlier this year. Didn't happen. She pulled out twice. Now she's fighting Lucindo. Lucindo is one of these girls. She's super young. I think she's the youngest girl on the roster. And she's super fun to watch. You know, we saw her against uh, Yasmin, uh, Yasmin Horegi. Very fun fight. Deserved both fight and I didn't got it. You know, yeah. then she come back. Fought Brogan Walker at 125. She normally fights at 115. And she completely dominated Brogan Walker. I don't say Brogan Walker was great, but it was a weight class up, you know. Um, I'm picking Lucindo here. I don't pick a, I don't pick a submission or a KO. I think she wins a decision. Uh, I think many people are on Viana here, but I think Lucindo has more upside. I'm picking Lucindo. Yeah, initially I was kind of, I was thinking like Viana's a dog because man, that knockout was nice, right, against Fry. But like Fry's you no know, aging fighter. Lucindo's so young; she's 21. Like she's super young. And what I like about her too, she can wrestle, right? And that's kind yeah. of where we saw Vienna struggle against uh, Tabitha Ricci getting taken down. Like, don't get me wrong, she's dangerous. She has arm bars from her back. She's she's a dangerous fighter. She improved stand up, but like, I don't know, man. Lucindo is like, I think a problem. Um, I didn't think the line would be minus two hundred, but I think the books kind of know she's probably going to win the fight, you know. So that they're trying to protect themselves a little bit here uh, with the line at minus two hundred, kind of keeping people away because. If she's a pick em, I think everyone's better than Lucindo. But uh, if lay two to one, regardless, I think she wins. Wins the decision. I have the same lean as you. I do think she wins that fight. Uh, she beat the show the guy tried to rob her too. Is that true? I don't. Uh, oh, yeah, Pollyanna. She, oh, she Pollyanna. Got yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. I like Pollyanna. I think we all do. But like, I think she gets taken down here. You think it's like a grindy type fight or, or striking more? I would say in a fight, I pick Lucindo, and on OnlyFans, I would pick Pollyanna. Okay. <laughs> there you go. Okay. <laughs> Patty says, uh, I think Jake Paul beat McGregor in a boxing match. He might. I mean, he probably does, to be honest. It's hard to pick uh, Connor in, in any sport right now. Dobbs says, knee fixed. Did he? Okay, that's good to know. But still, I don't know, man. I, I He could win. Again, I'm not, I'm not convinced either way. I'm just saying, like, I based on what I've seen, the guy just doesn't listen to his corner. All right, well, the next fight here, we got Clear Roundtree against Chris Dawkins. Finally happens. Hopefully this fight actually happens because they all got canceled, like, Really late last time. Um, Round two minus two hundred plus one sixty. Dawkins. What do you think? Yeah, Sean Strickland says Carlito uh, Roundtree is soft, so I have to go with Chris. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, it's like I mean Chris Dawkins. He comes finally at light heavyweight, and he looks good. Not gonna lie, he looks good. As if I see the pictures, he looks like a light heavyweight. Um, he looks much more, uh, much more uh, dry. You know, trained. Um, I mean, we'll see, you know, what's going to happen. Listen, Khalil Roundtree, the thing with Khalil Roundtree is he won his last three fights, although I think he lost the Jacoby fight, actually. The thing with Khalil Roundtree is he's like hit or miss, you know. He's not consistent, in my opinion, you know. He has also a loss against Martin Prochnio. Uh, that was actually his last loss, losing to Kutelaba. Then he looked like a world beater against Aragandos, I remember, you know. It's like he's not consistent. Um... I would still slightly lean towards Khalil Roundtree by stoppage win, but don't be surprised if Dawkins gets it somehow. You know, I think many people would be surprised, but I wouldn't be. I think it's a hit or miss this one again. I would be. I would pick Khalil Roundtree based on Dawkins' last couple of fights, and he has now to cut to two or five. Let's see how it happens. But maybe we see a completely uh, Chris Dawkins 2.0, which they're going to do some work. You never know. You know, but. I got to go Khalil Roundtree here. I just hate the matchup for Dawkins. I just hate the matchup. He's coming off three straight knockout losses, and now he's fighting a guy who's a great striker with knockout power. True. Like, this is just a bad matchup for him. Like, don't get me wrong. Chris Dawkins has power himself. We've seen that at heavyweight. And, man, he was looking good in the UFC at the beginning, right? Like, you thought, oh, there's a brand-new contender. But you also saw a lot of belly fat, obviously, on him. Uh, not one to talk, just saying, like, he did. And that's why he's cutting down 205. So this could be a great move for him. But, like, again, I just don't like the matchup. Roundtree's – I don't think he won the last fight, but on paper he's won three straight fights. And even if you take away that last fight, which was, again, a pretty competitive fight that he shouldn't have lost, but still, the fights before that, Robertson and Modestus Bukowski destroyed them, just destroyed them. So when this guy's on, I mean, he could knock out pretty much anyone in this division. I, I think he knocks out um, Dawkins, man. I, I'm pretty pretty sure he wins this fight. Um I like Roger here. First round knockout, maybe second round knockout. I think it's the job done. 
Doc has speed advantage, heavyweight, maybe, but like he is, actually, yeah, you're right. He's like not, he's uh he had a lot of a heavyweight. He did, but in this fight, yeah, I mean, Rauchy's like pretty pretty fleet of foot, right? You know, just again, such a technical strike with power. Chris can Chris has a puncher's chance, and that's it, really. And I don't think it lands. Rauchy has been knocked out before, but I don't know. Don't think he loses this one, man. All right, next fight, Marcel. We have. Colby event, Cobb Swanson against Hakeem Duwado. Odds? Mean Hakeem, minus 250, plus 195 at Cub. What do you think? I feel like this is the last uh, time the UFC is trying to get Hakeem Dawudu up in the rankings, you know, to give him a fight against a well-known guy and to see if he's up to the challenge. You know what I mean? Listen, you know what Cobb Swanson brings. Cobb Swanson is super tough, but he's aging, you know. Um, Back at featherweight right now, he fought his last fight at bantamweight. Um, Hakim Dawudu is super inconsistent. I was actually shocked the way he lost to Arosa. Man, he got completely dominated in that fight. And I look really bad in that fight. Um, uh, the Avloya fight, yeah, I, I expected I expected him to lose that one. The two hook off, I don't think he won that one. But okay, you know, he got it, so no doubt, no problem. Um, if I pick Dawudu here, it's because Swanson is aging. You know what I mean? I, if Swanson was younger, I would have picked him probably. I'm picking Dawudu. He's not going to finish. I think he gets a decision win. I feel the same way. I mean, Cubs 40 this year, so it's hard to pick him, right? And he just looked terrible against Martinez. But, I mean, he did look great against Elkin fight before that. But still, I mean, listen, the guy's a veteran. He's a stud. Uh, he's a Hall of Famer, you know, if you want to say that. Like, he's had some amazing fights. He's been a great bet over the years, too. He's usually been an underdog. He's won a lot of fights. But, like, yeah, I mean, Hakeem's so much younger, right? 30, I, 32. Go ahead. You say Hall of Famer. Last time I wrote an article in Dutch about him, and it said to, I also put Hall of Famer there. And then I, I, I read it back two days later. I completely overlooked it, and it said Hall of Farmer. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. But it's, like, weird. It's, like, Hall of Famer do toy, you know? Like, this is, anyways. But, yeah, Cubs a legend regardless. Um, I don't know, like, Hakeem, you're right. I mean, didn't look good. And that was a year ago. She's had a long layoff. So much younger though, and, and he's such a good striker. But again, I don't want to. I don't want to lay minus two fifty on him here. Coming off a, a loss in his last fight, I don't love it. I'm picking Hakeem by decision. I think he'll just be able to strike Cub, be the faster guy, land more strikes. But yeah, I mean the guy that last fight was bad. You know my opinion. So Cub, who knows? Maybe he comes out here and, and, and gets the win. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't think so. But I'm not like running to the window to the uh, window to lay minus two fifty on Hakeem. Main event time, guys. Yeah, Rafael Lasagna's against Vicente Luque at 170. Odds for this one. RDA minus 120. Luque plus 100. So close to a pick em. Um, Let me start on this one, Marcel. I mean, yeah, I, go ahead. Yeah, I, I really like uh, RDA in this fight. I really like this fight. Now, I understand at welterweight, I think his record's five and four is a welterweight. It's not great, right? But fighting a league competition, you know, former champions, like anyone would lose to those guys. And, and again, He's such a great fighter, man. He's a le- he's a legend. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame just because he's such a great fighter. Um, against Brian Barber, you, you saw what happened, right? Goes back to the wrestling, and that's why I think he'll do this fight. Like Luke, I understand he's, he's a bit bigger. He is. He's going to be physically bigger. I get that, but I just think the takedown defense is not good enough. It's only sixty one percent. RDA is a guy that will go for takedowns. He lands two per fight over the sample size of like over twenty fights. Like he will take you down. He will grind you on the mat. He has he can do it for five rounds easily. Um, that's what I think happens here. I think I think it'll look like the Bilal Muhammad fight, personally. And Bilal's, again, a bigger fighter, but I think that's what it looks like in this fight. Um, Luque is a great striker, man. He can submit you. Um, I just have not been in... Like, he's, a, he's my guy, but I just, I'm just i off the wagon right now because the last two fights were so bad. And then, again, hearing this news about this like brain hemorrhage, I understand he's okay now, but like it just sounds bad. Um, I don't think he has to worry about taking a lot of damage to the head in this fight, but I think he's just going to get taken out, controlled. Um, probably has you know defensive jiu-jitsu enough to survive to the five rounds, like the Bilal fight. But uh, yeah, I think RDA you know takes him down. Marcel grinds it out, wins a decision, gets back in the rankings. So I like RDA here, minus one twenty. I lean towards this way. What do you think? Um, the thing is, like that 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 brain ham. How do you say that hemorrhage? Yeah, yeah, that was kind of shocking. You know. Yeah. Um, Still, I feel like Luca can win this fight, dude. 
don't get me get me wrong. I, I'm really, really torn with this one because I think it's really close. Uh, I think RDAS wins ways to win the fight. I still think Luca isn't done. That's what I think. You know, if Luca is done, he probably loses this one as well. You 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 think he's done? You think he's done, right? I don't think he's done, but he's fighting a, a guy. But he's whole... he's done. He's done in in the top of the rankings. If he loses this fight, yeah, because Arnie yeah. is not ranked anymore um, at this weight class. I mean, he's at, is he still ranked at lightweight? Then you don't. Try. Yeah, he is at lightweight. Oh, he's number nine lightweight. Listen, we, he's top fifteen. Like, yeah. I think, anyways. Um, but yeah, I, I'm with you, Marcel. Go ahead. Sorry, I didn't. Mean Bro, to I'm, I'm, pick, I'm picking Luke. I think he can get the finish late via TKO, maybe. But I wouldn't be surprised if Arnie wins, and he uses a lot of his uh, his jiu-jitsu on the ground, his wrestling. Still going Luke, not sure about it. I wouldn't bet on this fight at all, you know. So yeah, for me it's like it's part style because I, I do think the, I, I didn't get the takedown, and then it's also a part fade on Luke because it just yeah. has looked bad. I understand, you know, for me. Um I mean I think if you picked this fight two years ago, you'd probably go Luke. hundred percent, right? but yeah. I can't now, right? No, like, I understand. So we'll see. And it's crazy because RDA is I think he's 38, <clears throat> so he's an older guy, but like he's still effective, you know, he's still getting the job done. Um yeah, RDA is a freaking legend, man. Like, he's Hall yes. of Famer, right? Yeah, I think. Let me double check his age, actually. RDA. 37? 38? Yeah, he's 38. He's turning 39 in uh, October. So, right. yeah. All right. Um, Just got these last question comments, guys. Heard the weight cut. Oh, for Cub? Yeah, it was horrible weight cut. I don't, I think his card will be fine at 145. But that's why I'm saying it's going the distance and Hakeem probably just on strikes. And that's what I think. Luke, yeah, his takedown defense is bad, Marcel. It's sixty percent basically. It's not very good, you know. Um, Bilal did it already. Well, I think so too. But again, Art Bilal is a bigger dude. Yeah, that's the that's the only thing, right? I, I the, the thing is though, like even on the feet, RDA can hang up with them on the feet. I know Fizzy have knocked him out. I get that, but like that fight was pretty competitive yeah. too. You know, hmm. yeah, he knocked him on the fifth round. That was really shocking to be honest. But yeah, um, yeah, I'm with you on this too. I'm completely with Antoine. All right, so that's it for the UFC Vegas 78 preview, Marcel. Anything else you want to say in this card? You're good to go. We're good to go, dude. We still have a lot of uh, a few other cards to go. So uh, yeah. we're gonna pull up contender series, guys. Uh, pull it up right now. So we'll go to Dana White's contender series tomorrow night, guys. Tuesday night's contender series is back. It's one hour through. earlier. Yeah, moment. seven seven o'clock Eastern now, which I like better actually. It's better. It's, that it's way. only the first two episodes because oh. of tough. Oh, okay. All right, so we have uh, Cesar Almeida against Lucas Fernando. So good fight. Lucas Fernando, he's uh, on a roll here in LFA. And then Cesar Almeida is a kickboxer. He actually beat Alex Pereira. He was also lost to him, but he's beaten him. I think it was like 10 years ago. But, uh, yeah, great win. And uh, I'll just quickly pull the odds up. We'll do quick breakdowns for these guys. I'm not going to do, uh, you know, in-depth like the last card. But let me see if I can find the odds, Marcel. Um, here we go. Minus two. 50 on uh, Fernando plus 210 on Almeida. Yeah, I lean Fernando just based on his performances in LFA. But again, I find D- Dana's White's contender series, you know, it's kind of dog or pass for a lot of these fights. And Cesar Almeida's got power. So what do you think? I'll wait you, man. Cesar Almeida's 3 0 against three, uh, pretty much three nobodies, you know, yep. uh, losing records or 0 0 guys uh, come from kickboxing. He's pretty, he's, he's pretty, uh, how do you say that? Um, popular over here you know many people are leaning on Cesar Almeida but because they're pretty heavy on kickboxing he's former glory guy you know but um now nah, man I gotta go Lucas Fernando it's MMA you know he definitely has a chance you know to knock him out for sure but uh, I'm definitely picking Lucas Fernando here dude yeah absolutely I, I, I agree with you um man I think it's gonna be a banger though guys you're gonna probably see a contract awarded from this fight right mm-hmm. you imagine yeah. too all right, we got Tom Nolan against Bogdan Grad, and this Tom Nolan guy is huge. The way in, he was so much bigger. I saw. I don't know. Did you watch the way in? I saw. I saw. The, I saw uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so much bigger. Right? I think he's like six three or something, and lightweight, which is massive. And so he Tom, didn't have. And he didn't have a difficult weight cut. He was first on the scale, and Bogdan was the latest one on the scale. Yeah, so we got minus one fifty five and Nolan plus one thirty five and Bogdan. Now Bogdan, you know, he's definitely like an aggressive dude. He'll come out there. He'll try to knock him out, mm-hmm. but. uh I think Nolan, the size, man, Marcel, like it, it was impressive. Comes from Eternal MMA. Got what's his name, uh, Steven Urseg, right? He came from there as well. So mm-hmm. you're seeing some new fighters come from that promotion over there in Australia. And this guy, I think, again, you know, if he gets a nice win here, and it's quick, they might throw him in that card in uh, Sydney potentially. Awesome. It's actually funny that Topology used my graphic <laughs> for what? Where the on top, the one on top. 
No, not that one. On the on the Dino Contender Series card. Oh, that's that yours. One. Yeah, I made that. <laughs> oh, okay. I see it. Yeah, yeah. That's your style. Uh, you like Nolan too? Yeah, yeah. I I was kind of fifty fifty on this one. You know, I was kind of slightly leaning towards Grad, but it was really like a pick him to me. But I've seen the weigh-ins now, and it, I mean, a Nolan looked better. You know, and he looked more fresh there, and it was really fifty fifty to me to this one. So I'm going Nolan. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you on that. All right, next up, just replying to that comment. Um, Kyle Bigfoot Machado, he's the BFL champion. He comes here against uh, Kevin Solfarski at uh, heavyweight. Probably pronounce the last name a lot here better tomorrow. But yeah, Kevin's the favorite here, minus 185, and Kyle plus 160. Um, So I'm more familiar with Machado because he's fought in BFL in Canada, Marcel. Um, He actually fought Jordan Mean's dad twice and, and, and beat him twice. I mean, that's. Not impressive though, right? Like what is it his dad? Liam Mean. Liam Mean's Jordan Mean's dad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he beat him, he knocked him out twice, or he submitted him once and knocked him out the other time. Um the only other guy he's fought that like you'll hear of probably oh, is not Dustin How old Jordan. is he? Kyle or Liam? No, Lee. Lee Mean. Forty five, probably. Let me okay. double check. Yeah, fifty six. Oh my god. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, fifty six. So he knocked him out in submitted him two years ago, so he'd fifty four. <laughs> and, he knocked, and he knocked about the same year. So, yeah, he beat a 54-year-old Lee Mian twice. I get, Lee, <laughs> okay. Listen, Lee's, you know, kind of like a legend. I mean, yeah, in yeah. a way, like a pioneer or whatever they call it. But, like, yeah, I mean, like, beating him means nothing. Um, actually, what's sad, he actually just won a fight. <laughs> Lee Mian, he just beat a guy who's 36. So, okay, <laughs> wow. Anyways, um, yeah, no, I think this Kevin guy, man, he looked uh, pretty big and mean. And, you know, he's, these Eastern European guys, you know, we know they can grind these fights out. Um, it's a baby long guy, right? Right. Pardon? Pardon? Baby long guy. Oh yeah, yeah, that promotion in it's Poland or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm picking this guy. I think he's I think he wins a decision, maybe. Like grinds it out. You think he finishes or just, oh decision? Yeah. Uh, let's fucking hope he finishes it because we're gonna see a very, very annoying to decision otherwise. But yeah, uh, yeah I think I, I'm going with a ground pound finish in the first round. Marcel, I don't think this fight's gonna be very great, honestly. No. Nah. They might, if there's no finish, they won't give a contract. But no, if it's a decision afterwards, they, they, uh, Laura Sanko, Dana, who are your con- contract? Yeah, um, wasn't great, but we need heavyweights, so come here, you get your contract. God, I hope they <laughs> fucking do that. You're, you're so funny, dude. Anyways, uh, Peyton Talbot against Reyes Cortez, that's uh, Tracy Cortez's brother. Yeah, awesome. Hey, you fought a contender already, yeah. Uh, minus 150 on Peyton Talbot, Reyes Cortez plus 130. I'm going with this undefeated guy, Marcel. I'm being his way, and I, I've leaned towards all the favorites. I already said. There'll be some dogs that win because it's Dane Wars Contender Series. But, like, so far, like, I don't know. This guy looks pretty impressive, man. Like, look at this, Marcel. Like, for their favors promotion, three straight wins. And Cortez, I know he's got, like, a little bit better experience. But, like, to me, he's still kind of hittable and stuff. I don't know, man. I think this guy can put a beating on him a little bit here. Um, I'm picking this guy by knockout Talbot. What do you think? I'm picking Reyes Cortez, but I'm not sure. Okay. Okay. Grind, like a decision or a knockout? Yeah. Decision. So it won't be a contract then? No. Yeah, maybe because Tracy's there and this is the second time. So true. Kevin Boreas against Victor Diaz. Odds on yeah, this one. Diaz. These are why Diaz is minus three twenty five. Boreas plus two fifty. Diaz is a Titan FC, right? Yeah, he got the twenty for Wascar Cruz. Um, he's, this yeah. one. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's actually got you know quite a bit of experience now. Um, you know, good ground game. Boreas. Uh, let's see this guy. I think it's only losses by submission too, right? In Gumbache, yeah. So, yeah, but this opponent's not really. Who are these guys? Like, yeah. I, I mean, to be fair, you could say a lot about a lot of the guys in Contender Series, but at least I have heard of a few of these guys, like Cleveland McLean and you said the Oscar Cruz. Cruz yeah. yeah. So, just based on that, I mean, what do you think of submission? Probably. Yeah. Yeah, I think he might get a contract too because he, he might look good in the roster at uh, one twenty. Oh, it's one twenty-five. Okay, great. Yeah. So, yeah, that'd be even better. So, yeah, I mean, I think. I'll say there would be three contracts awarded, maybe four. What do you think? Uh, let's hope that there's more than one last time. <laughs> uh, last year with the Joe Pfeiffer in the first episode, remember? Oh, God. So. You're right, yeah. Although, like, Alessandro Costa won, and then he gave to the UFC and looked amazing. So, like, you never know, man. These guys could have jitters and look bad and then end sure. up being good, right? So we'll see. But, yeah. I, Let, I, go ahead. Here we know? got another trivia question. Who was the only winner of Dana White's Contender Series last year who didn't get signed? Now. It's this girl named uh, Christina Waltrick or something. Car- Carolina Waltrick, you're good. You're good. You're no, I know I'm smart. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty smart, right? But no, I looked at it uh, last night. I was like, man, uh, after Bazooka got signed, I'm like, I'm pretty sure every winner got signed. 
And this one girl that had like this really boring decision didn't get signed. I think um, she lost recently of KSW as well. She did, but she's I think she's bounced back or she lost recently. Okay, yeah. Because I know Maybe she won in Invicta. Let, let, she, let me check. Let she me won check. in Invicta. Um and, and just the fact that they were leading women, they they they'll probably bring her in at some point. Or he's already ranked in the top. You're right, team. you're right. She she lost in Invicta, but then she won last time. Yeah, you're right. Or is already ranked in the top ten lightweights of all time, probably like top ten, maybe ten. top five. <laughs> Top maybe 10. top five, maybe top five. I mean, it's possible. I have to think about it more, but at least top ten. He's Lightweight. Let me let me see who I have above him. I have Khabib e, above BJ. him. I have BJ above him. I have Benson Henderson above him. Frankie. All the way, Frankie above him. And that's probably uh, it, right? Benson? I don't know. You said Matthew, Benson? Matthew is just welterweight, right? Yeah, I said Benson. Um, uh, Pettis? I don't think so. Gilbert Melendez? I have above him. Actually, so. you know what? I put I would put Charles Rivera above him too. Now that I think yeah, about top it. ten. Let's say Islam. top ten. Islam too, probably. Yeah, top ten. It wouldn't be top five actually. And we forgot Connor, but I don't really. Connor had one fight at one fifty five, so I don't want to count him there. You know. Mm. Anyways, um, here's just a question: Illinois main event for two ninety three. They're going to pay Strickland. What, what are you hearing? About uh, I, I'm hearing it's happening, but people have announced it already. While it's not one hundred percent. That's spinning backfist announced it. Is that that's not official though, right? No, it's it's. They said they said. Uh, that's going to happen, but there are still some things to materialize. I'm like, why announce it then? Because, because they want to be first. They want to get yeah, credit when it happens. And they're still not first because Fox Sports Australia already announced it. So, I mean, they were before them. So, Good point. There you go. So, these guys, yeah. Anyways, that fight's not official, guys. Uh, I don't... Who are yeah. these people? Um, they fought in Octagon uh, last week. Oh, and okay. It, okay. I mean... Uh, Lucena was undefeated, and Sonny, and he was a double champion, I think. Yeah. Uh, and he's from Belgium, and Sonny Kitts uh, is uh, Georgie's guy. He's a Georgian. And Lucena hurt his ankle, I think, during when, when he was on the ground. So that fight got stopped, so Sonny Kitts won. Um, but, yeah, Lucena was injured, so they're likely going to do the fight again when uh, Lucena is, uh, is not injured anymore if he's uh, how recovered. But suck, man, because I really wanted to see Lucena in, in the UFC. He's really good. I interviewed, actually, Lucena after his first pro win in Belgium. You know, and I asked him what uh, what he thought about uh, MMA in general. He's like, I want to be in Bellator or UFC, you know. And everybody says that pretty much. It was his first win in his pro career. So I was like, okay, let's see. He's good, man. He's some crazy power. He's, uh, yeah, he's he's a good fighter, you know. And he's uh, he's going to marry Miss Belgium, former Miss Belgium. So good for him. <laughs> wow. Yeah, there you go. He's an all-star right away with that. All right. Um, let's do Bellator. How about that? Bellator? Is yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So we'll go to Bellator, guys. There's a... Bellator 298. There's also a Bellator 299 card next month. And then Cole Shelton reported uh, Bellator 300. I believe it's October, Marcel. Um, so from what we're hearing, guys, the Bellator 300 card is going to have, like, I w- I'm hearing, like, five title fights, right? Is a that right? Lot. Yeah, yeah. So it's going to be, like, the final Strike Force card where they booked all these title fights, although some of them didn't end up happening. But, like, remember at the end of Strike Force, they were just trying to book all the champions, basically? That's what you'll see here in Bellator. And then... Um, yeah, I mean, we're all hearing what's happening with PFL, and, right? the, and then it might be PFL. <laughs> what, what else have you heard? Have you heard anything else about this whole thing? Or no, nothing anymore, man. Nothing, you know, what the Cole reported, uh, Brent Primus against uh, Usman, right? For the title, yeah. that's is that part of the tournament still, or no? Because they're not going to finish the tournament, nah. so semifinals going to be the end of it, no finals, but yeah. All right, let's get into Belcher quickly here. Um, just quickly, Marcel, uh, Logan Storley, Brent, long cards, yeah. yeah. We don't have to go through all the fights. Oh, Logan Storley. He's minus 300. He should absolutely win this fight. I think he grinds it out. Brandon Ward's look great. It'd be great if he won, though. If he wins, I don't know what his contract status is, but if he did win, I mean, the UFC might like him because of his uh, exciting ability but uh, and fight style. But, yeah, Logan's at wrestling should get the job done. Valentino Dosky versus Steve Mowry, the rematch that no one wanted. Uh, Valentin's minus 245. Big Steve or whatever is plus 195. Tall Steve. What's his name? nickname? Tall? Tall. Tall Steve, Tall. yeah. Plus 200, though. Do you think he's got a chance? I'm picking Maury here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the odds are off. Uh, and Valentin's not looked great lately. This fight's good. This is actually a really good fight. I mean, this could easily be like contender series or something, right? Like Dalton Roster versus Aaron Jeffrey. I'm pretty high on Dalton. He's minus 225 against Aaron, the Canadian, plus 185. I'm pretty confident Dalton wins this fight. I actually really like him here. I wish you. Yeah. There, there's actually some bets on this card, guys. So that's that's a guy I have circled right there, Dalton Roster. I really like him. You, have, you also have James Gonzalez against James Gallagher. And Gallagher's. Uh, Minus one twenty, so he's a small favorite. Are you? Are, you think he wins? Or 
I'm picking Gallagher, but don't be surprised if James Gonzalez puts up another great fight. I mean, he did it before. He he remember right? remember with Pat Sabatini when he was supposed to fight, supposed to sign in the UFC after his win against yeah. Gonzalez and Gonzalez. Uh, and this one too, almost Cody Law, who's a Cody huge Law, one. And our, our Pico, he got unanimous decision. No, but he, did, he actually did pretty good against Pico. Yeah. He's not a bad fighter. He might win this fight. I'm, I'm staying away from it now that you convinced yeah. me to stay away. Sidney yeah. Allah versus Islam Mamdab. What's Islam's odds? Minus 225. Well, I, I think Islam wins, right? Yeah, like, yeah, those are good odds. Decision, you think? Yeah. Lucas Brennan undefeated against Waver Almeida. Lucas Brennan minus 500. Uh, picking yeah. Brennan. I think Almeida in bed with picking Brennan. Ooh, this is interesting. Enrique Barzola against Jalen Bates. Odds for this one. Barzola. Barzola is minus 205. So, you like him there? Yeah, man. Picking Barzola. Way more experience, way more tougher fights. You know, Bates is a talent, but I'm still picking Barzola here. Deanna Avza uh, uh, Ragova against Justin Keish. And Deanna, I think, is favored, right? Minus 160 only. What do you think? I'm not sure here, dude. I think Diana Avsaragova, many people are high on her, but her only real good win is uh, the one against, uh, uh, what's the name again? Uh, Alejandra Azulara, you know? Uh, and just in case, she got that win over um, over uh, Ilimale McFarlane when she came in, in Bellator, and she lost twice to uh, to fight him in, uh, what's her name again? Diana Bennett. Mm -hmm. So um, I think it's close. I, I would Closely go with Asaragova, but don't be surprised if Kish wins this one, man. I mean, but Kish is like she had that fight against was it Lila Lake where she won as a dog, right? So I think wait, did she win or she she got robbed? I can't remember. No, I think Kish she did actually win, yeah. yeah. She did win the fight, yeah. Anyways, uh we have uh Vladimir Tokov and Jair Pacheco. Yeah, um minus two sixty and Tokov. Tokov, man. I mean, to, I mean, you always have to, like if you have two brothers, you have to really one really good one and one less one. I think Vladimir is not the good one, but he's still good enough, you know. Yeah, so and, he's gonna win it. And it's always better one, right? Yeah. Uh, Katarina Shekalova against Diana Silva, who's like always in these close fights, but Diana is actually favored here. There's different odds on this fight. You could probably scalp it. I'm looking at uh, fight odds to IO. You can scalp this fight if you want, guys, because there's minus one fifty at one book, and then you got plus three hundred in the girl uh, on the other book. Uh, Bovada. So I'm picking Diana. I don't know if those odds are accurate right now, but they they, they can, they're going to be scalped by someone. It's like free money out there for someone. I'm I'm pretty sure Diana can win this fight though as a dog. Uh, don't know a lot about this girl. I'll be honest. Um, okay, so she's more of a some, uh, grappler. Yeah, I don't I know, man. Diana, I think Diana got screwed in two of her fights, yeah. man. I think she Leanne won McCord, against right? McCord, and she won against Julia Butt as well. Yeah, let's get through the rest of these fights. We got uh, Sullivan Colley is favored oh, minus eight hundred. Horrible layup fight, dude. Callie yeah. Alfie Davis is favored. It's a fun one, actually. No, Alan Cruz is favored, he's minus 135. Okay, so That's the odds one. the odds flipped is the books open Alfie Davis as a yeah, as a as a favorite. I don't know about Cruz though, man. His chin is a little sketchy, right? Mm -hmm. Who are you picking? I'm picking Alfie Davis, but it's close hard as a dog. I would lean him to. Uh, we got the Andrew Higo against uh Nikita Mikhailov. Picking he, he's minus 225. Yeah, he goes a little bit on the decline. Josh Hill against Kasim Kasimov. Uh, Hill, oh, Kasimov minus 265. I don't know much about this guy. Is he? Is he's he, solid, man. He's a fun fighter to watch. Um, okay, Eagle SC. He's really good on the ground. Okay. Yeah, and Josh um, is getting up there in age, too. Josh is on 35. Josh is, not the, Josh is a pretty decent fighter as well, you know. You know yeah, but that last fight, he should have won. He, he was minus 400 and barely won, Marcel. I, yeah, I, I did a podcast about this card. I said as well, man, the Cass Bell fight split decision, not really good. You know, and the Marcus Brano, he should have won, actually. Right, so, yeah. That's why he's the underdog here. Um, the Gerald Hodge, Marcelli Alves. You got Gerald Hodge. I think he's a champion in is it LFA. And Marcelli Alves is a jungle fight, I yeah. think. Yeah, minus yeah. 170 for this guy. So Yeah, fun fight. I, I would pick him. Yep. Hodge, yeah. But Marcel is a pretty fun fighter as well. You know, he fights a jungle fight. He's uh I think he's a champion there. You should check for sure. Oh, but, check. Uh, sorry, put the wrong no guy. Problem, no problem. This guy? Yeah. Yeah. I think he's a champion for uh, the jungle fight. Yep. Or yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, he's a challenger, he won the belt, so yeah. yeah. Um and then uh Jordan Oliver, I mean he should win, right? Yeah. Hillcliff FC, like wrestling prospect, wrestling phenom against the guy's own one. <laughs> Tap out to strikes. I mean, come on. This fight's a joke. What's the odds? Minus 900. Look for the under 1.5 in that fight, guys. And then you got this guy, Michael Blockus, against Eli Meff. Another, like, setup, right? 
minus mm-hmm. twelve hundred. I think both these wrestlers win here, Marcel. Yeah, I think that's also what they want. So, <laughs> I mean, they should both win unless they. Yeah. What's that guy's name? That shit the bag. What's his name? He lost that split decision. What's his name? What, which one? Are you, are you mean? It was like a few months ago. He's a really highly touted wrestler, and he lost in Bellator. Is it Hoket or somebody else? Yeah, I think that might have been it. Maybe. Um, yeah, look him up, Hoket. If it's him, that we know. I think it might be. Let me double check. H O K I T T. I'm just going through back to the cards right now. Okay, it was. Is that the guy? I want to figure out who this was before someone jumps in here. That's all. Mm-hmm. Oh man, what was the guy's name? The Discord two ninety five. I don't know, Marcel. I can't. I don't. Know, I don't know who I'm talking about anymore. <laughs> look, up Asaya, look up Asaya. Look up Asaya Hokip. Maybe it's him. Might be. Right. I feel like the name was a little different. Um. Yeah, against Corey Samuels in the first round. Oh, uh, you mean the the guy with the mullet? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's his name again? I know. That's uh, what I'm saying. What's the guy's name? I can't fuck, remember. Fuck. Yeah. I know, right? It was like, dude, they got like destroyed. I'm trying no, we to have find to, it. No, we have to fucking find it, dude. We're I know. I want to end the show, guys, where you can't end on like a bad note here. What's this uh, dude's no, name? No, no, no. We have to find it on one. It was like earlier this year, right? Was it this card? Oh, was this the guy? Oh, man. We suck, Marcel. We can't find this. No, no, no. We have to find it before we stop. Patrick Downey. That's the guy's name. Thank you. Yeah, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, hopefully these guys aren't like frauds like that, dude. Anyways, I think it's a good thought, thought to end the show here, guys. So I appreciate everyone uh, tuning in. And, uh, yeah, I'm assuming some comments. Yeah, it, Joey Davis is another guy, too. Like, I think he had a nice streak and then he lost, right? So, anyways, guys, appreciate everyone joining in and uh, uh, listening to the podcast today. If you missed it, go back, preview the whole card um, for UFC Vegas 78 plus Contender Series and Bellator 298. Marcel, anything else you want to add, man? You, you're good to go. We're good. All right, guys, we'll finish up here today, but we should be back uh, next Monday at 5 p.m. Eastern for the next podcast. We'll be recapping UFC Vegas 70 and then actually previewing, if I'm not mistaken, UFC 292. So looking forward to that. Have a great week, everyone. Good luck with your bets. Talk to you guys soon. Like, share, subscribe, do all that stuff, guys. Follow us on Twitter at MM Adam Martin and Big Marcel 24. Peace. Have a good week, guys. Take care.